Welcome again to the Babbleheads Podcast with Bryson and Corey. <laughs> you can do better. Come on, you can do better. I've heard you do better. <clears throat> Welcome to the Babbleheads Podcast with Bryson and Corey. Stupid on the way over practicing. Did you say but, you were practicing? Yes, I was practicing. On the way <laughs> over, I don't know what encouraged me to do this, but looking around outside, heading over to do some babble, I go, This is babble after dark. <laughs> and I just kept doing that the whole time over here. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? I'm just wow. like, Wow. So, like, I've never been one to like really practice voices at all. So I get kind of self-conscious when I want to do anything other than just speak. You probably should be. Wow. (laughs) It's a real supportive guy over here across the way. I try. I really do. All right. Let's, let's hear your best, your best new, this is the Babbleheads after dark introduction. Oh my God. Um, no. <laughs> Come on. It's all the pressure. Uh, okay. Do it for the people. I well, my whole so what I was doing, I was going, ah ah ah, I am the goat. And I was like trying to transfer ah, that ah, 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 into ah. This is Babel after dark. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you were trying to channel like the count from Sesame Street. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> so it has the one ridiculous. Ah, ah, ah. Do ah, ah, see ah. I, maybe if I had listened to it, I would have gotten that ooh sound. Yeah. So what it. you needed to do was like, whenever you do an accent, you got to start with something that you know first that you know you can nail. So like, you do that, you go one mm-hmm. ah ah ah. So you take yeah. that and then you immediately transition into saying what you want. So you start out by going one ah ah ah. It's bubble after dark. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, uh, if, I don't know uh, if you got it quite as good. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's a tough one. That, yeah. I was trying it. Like, I was just trying to talk like how that guy talked. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, this is harder than I thought. <laughs> Who knew counting was so difficult? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's I, the thing. Transylvanian is, accents, I'm telling you. Tough. You know, Transylvanian. I've tried to do some storytelling in my day. And it always feels like I go for the generic accents. And that's it. Like... Example, what's a generic accent? Like the red southern redneck, like y'all going down to the kitchen here and gonna get me some food, and that's just a little bit of that. That's uh, that's that's borderline inappropriate. I know, right? <laughs> uh, we live in you know the Hicks, so we're we're good. We live in the Hicks, huh? Yes, that's exactly what I meant to say. <laughs> oh man, so we're back again. Yep, and. uh I gotta have a shout out to a couple people we talked to that actually listened to the podcast. Yeah. So thank you to Andy and Mike, um, your uh, listening viewership. It's not viewership. Listenership. Listenership means a lot to us. It's we, appreciated. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, hopefully you'll tell your friends and convince them to download it and, you know, we'll go from there. But uh, it is kind of weird coming over here to talk about Babel when it's like nearly my bedtime. Oh, please. On an empty stomach. You're such drinking an old a glass man. of whiskey. It's 8 o'clock. I know. I got one hour until I'm supposed to be out, 30 minutes till I'm supposed to be in bed. Well, you aren't going to be in bed today. No. It's Saturday night. 
We got babbling to do. So, life goals. <laughs> you know, some people go out and party with a bunch of their friends and get wasted. We sit around t- talking about random topics and babbling. Speaking of sitting around and talking about random topics and babbling, I think it's time we talked about some improvements that are coming to the babble right now. Oh, I think so. I think we've already made some giant steps, <laughs> and this doesn't sound at all planned. <laughs> it's no. completely natural. Right. This is not a plug in any way, shape, or form. So, we've upgraded our equipment a little bit. So, every week, every week the podcast sounds just a little bit better. Yes. And we are in the process of engaging in video podcasting yes i uh i bought a gopro and i'm just realizing right now that last time we didn't have this table below us and that's why i'm like leaning over like this yeah but i think we're kind of committed at this point no we had the table last time no i thought it was at the side because remember we were just a little too close maybe maybe that's true but that's fine yeah so the gopro yeah so we have a gopro now potentially if Corey decides to let us use it for our podcast well see i've wanted one for a while and it's kind of little things here and there that never seem to really require one it's like oh it'd be cool if i had a gopro to do this but it's like then what else would i use it for <laughs> you know like i i bought all of the attachments and like all of them i mean <laughs> he's not kidding when he says all of them i mean, I don't think there's any attachment you didn't get yeah there's 50 different parts in the <laughs> attachment bundle i got so there might be the things we need watch we get it here and it doesn't attach to any tripods because that attachment's not in there well it has a tripod that can wrap around things yeah but that's not going to be enough not for what we're doing hopefully well hopefully I've, it has that it has that we i have we have a tripod yeah but here's the moral of the story so we need to fix up the uh, generic office of podcasting. Yes. Um, so what we're doing is we just got in an unfinished black walnut top mm-hmm. for a table, which is, by the way, super awesome. Super Another, awesome top, super fancy, super elegant. Super and what are we going to put under it? Okay, yes. So it's a super fancy tabletop, super awesome. And underneath, we're going to put folding table legs so (laughs) hear me out people so they're gonna be nice folding table legs they're not gonna be like banquet table legs that you get you know when you buy a plastic table but they are gonna be folding legs because i need the room yes and i i do have to say it's somewhat funny that we both work as furniture engineers and instead of designing it we've decided Let's just get some folding table legs yep. off of the internet. <laughs> and Well, through our connections in furniture land, you know? Yeah. Which is pretty handy when you want to make furniture and you mm-hmm. know people who work in the furniture industry and you have all the connections. Yeah. See, I, uh, my uh, father also received a top. His is finished and it's got all the cleats on it and oh, everything. Oh, did they end up buying the, that top? Yeah. And I go, yeah, I'll help you figure out a base. And I'm like, listen, this top cannot go out in your garage <laughs> all right so so hot tip instead of worrying about designing one and going out and doing that go on etsy yeah etsy's what's up he's kind of all about making legs now, well so well just 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 turn them on to the etsy thing because they're honestly uh there's some really great guys out there who are making metal type bases and stuff like that that look amazing 
Yeah. Absolutely amazing. But I think... And they're all handmade. Part of the joy is the project. Also, we forgot. Mm. Cheers. Uh, oh, yeah. Cheers. We are on iTunes, Spotify. Not Spotify. No, not Spotify yet. We we have applied for Spotify. Yeah. iTunes. But iTunes, yeah. Google Play, uh, Stitcher, Never SoundCloud. Stitcher. It's it's a podcast thing. Ah. Um, and uh, hopefully soon to be Spotify. And uh, as you have probably already figured out, soon to be on YouTube as well. Yes, yes. I... Uh... We'll have to see how that goes. I definitely <laughs> want to do a lot of video stuff, and you and I both respect each other's technical prowess, but I definitely, when it comes to video and audio, kind of value your opinion. So we kind of shared the message chain of, <laughs> what do you think about this one? And originally, I was thinking about, you know, let's get a refactory refurbished. You know, Amazon has to be pretty good about this right and then i <laughs> yeah. looked at the comments the reviews the horrible reviews <laughs> and you were trying to get me to get this other one that had this led screen and all that stuff yeah and i get that but i'm like i don't need this as well, a camera here's the thing you were looking at the hero the original gopro which at this point is a decade old no 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 so the problem is that they were advertising it on amazon as the 2018 hero but which has not. wireless and it's not not even close. so somebody answered yeah this is the 2018 hero and then you get a couple comments where this is not the 2018 <laughs> hero don't do it don't the, do the it. cake is a lie it's a trap <laughs> so i'm like where's well, admiral akbar when i need him well i think that's kind of questionable and the same thing with all of the other gopros so yeah all the refer moral of the story is if you're in the market for gopro don't buy refurbished on amazon yeah. simple yeah. as that i so especially up, now, since they did just come out with the one that you ended up buying, yeah. which is the new GoPro Hero. It's not 4K, but do we really need it? No. Do well, you really need I it? I don't think no. anyone right now, right now, right right now <laughs> needs 4K. Well, it's just, it's, it's so... All right, so here's the thing with 4K. This is something that a lot of people don't realize. Yeah, I might hurt some feelings right now to people who just went out and bought a brand new 4K TV. Oh, like me? Uh, yeah, like you, but actually. But then I've heard this spiel, and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so these resources are available online if you're ever curious to find them. Um, but there are charts available uh, that actually show you what your eyes are physically capable of seeing. <laughs> so yeah. if you have perfect vision, and these are this is off the cuff, so don't take me for, uh, uh, take this as Expert. gospel. Um, but uh, approximately around, say you have a 55-inch 4K TV. And you set it directly next to a 55-inch 1080p TV of the same make, you know, similar quality equipment inside. If you sit 10 feet away, you'll be able to see absolutely zero difference between them physically with your eyes. So if you sit any farther away than, say, 10 feet, and mind you, it might be less than that, it might be a little bit more than that, I can't remember specifically, but if you sit any farther away than that, there's literally no difference at all that your eyes can physically see if you're closer than that you're going to see the pixel density difference yeah see i and the other issue and you and i talked about it before i got the 4k and uh we hadn't really brought this up too much but my apartment's pretty small yeah so when i sit on the other side of the room it's in about that 10 foot range if i stand up when i'm gaming or whatever yeah the problem is none of the inputs I have <laughs> are 4K. 4K. <laughs> so you're doing 1080p anyway. Yeah. Well, the problem is now it's hard to find a 1080p TV. Yeah. And, uh, well, the other thing is the 4K TV I got 
was reasonably priced mm-hmm. for the size. I mean, I, my TV takes up most of my wall <laughs> yeah, in no. this tiny apartment. So, you know, well, I don't think that your living room is much wider than the uh, than the uh, generic office. Uh, it's, only, a, it's a it's, little. It's probably about f- maybe three or four feet wider. It's really yeah. not that much. It's pretty. Well, I mean, come on. It's my living room slash entertaining area slash kitchen slash dining room <laughs> slash, slash entryway lounge. <laughs> so, yeah, it's. Uh, and then in the back, that's where you have the chambers. <laughs> <laughs> that's the. Uh, yes, that's the bedroom and the. Uh, the loo. <laughs> um, but I just, it's all I need. And the dog gets to go outside enough that he's fine with it. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I think it's fine for my uh, bachelor lifestyle. But yeah, I, I have my, comp- I had it. <sighs> Let's talk about technology for a second. Oh, geez. Here we go. I better I- break out the gentleman. I think we need a little more. I uh, have a router, and not that anything's going to come out of this, but I'm not going to mention names, but it rhymes with bat deer. More? Yes, please. And uh, it's been a great router. I bought one of the high-end ones because I want like a super fast connection, all that stuff. You know, I didn't get like really, really expensive because I didn't care too much, but I wanted it to be enough that I felt comfortable. Yeah. Well, it's been... Since February of this year. Stops working. And now, you and I know that we are both pretty technologically savvy. Yeah. So I immediately knew, by looking at the lights, without even opening up a manual or searching anything online, I'm like, this thing's broken. How long's the warranty on it? Well, this is the funny part. So I call. And I call Setfear. Yeah, I call, uh, yeah, I call him up. Which, they don't give you the number anywhere, and it's super sketchy. Like, you find it online, and Google's like, here's their support number. And I'm like, ah. 1-1-1-1-1-3. <laughs> so after waiting for, like, half an hour for support, I get somebody, obviously, from India, and talk to him. And I go, listen, I know what's wrong. The port where the internet comes into the router is broken. You know, I've already diagnosed all of this with the cable provider. Okay, sir. I will need you to unplug the router and plug it back in. Yeah, so he gave me that whole <laughs> spiel. I just I sat that. there on my phone, not doing anything. Any Still of it, not working. Like, yeah, Still not it's, working. It's just not working. You got to remember, man, th- you probably know more about that router than that guy does. True. And to be fair, he's probably paid about 50 cents a day. Yeah. And on top of that, he has to lie and tell you that his name is John. They don't even tell you your name. <laughs> they, they're just far past that. So anyway, 20, 30 minutes talking, going through all this crap. He's like, all right, yeah, it's a, it's a hardware thing. Yeah. Oh, excuse me, sir. Yes, yes. We have, we have confirmed that it is indeed a hardware issue. And I'm like, that was actually a really good impression. See? That's pretty I'm good. Like, I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Thank you for telling I, me what I already knew. I knew that yesterday. Yeah, so... I I get home later, especially now that I've been going to the gym. So I haven't been able to really I feel you. Do it. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'll wait till the weekend. It's not a big deal. Like I don't use it that much. I can get away cuz now that I have the unlimited data on Verizon and all that. It's slower, but whatever. So, he's like, "All right, I'm going to send you an email and you have a couple options. Option 1, you take the free return. We send it to you on 3 to 4 business days." You send the unit back 
and we're good to go. Option two is something else. And option three is you pay for expedited next day shipping. And we'll give you a thing to send back the old one. I'm like, you know what? It's 30 bucks. I'll do it. Because I want 30 that. bucks? That's a yeah. third of a new router. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I want it. You know, this You're guy. Not, you can't sit around with no yeah. internet. I mean, come yeah. on. This is the 21st century. Exactly. What, what am are you going to do? do when I'm pooping? <laughs> so... <laughs> I, uh, I'm like, okay, I'll do the 30 bucks. And now I am a smart, intelligent consumer. So when I know right. what I... Whenever when you I, have to tell yourself to sleep at night. When I call on a Saturday, I know that the overnight shipping's probably not going to come till Tuesday. Yeah. So I was reasonable about that. Thursday comes by. Oh, man. Still nothing. So yeah. I call up. Wait 30, 40 minutes on hold. Woman answers. Oh, yeah, yeah, we see that, you know, there's a problem. Let me talk to my supervisor. Oh, we see that there's a problem. <laughs> yeah, five minutes on hold. Okay, um, it hasn't been set. We've had sent. We've had some difficulties here. I'm like, okay, can I have my 30 bucks back? <laughs> She's like, uh, hold on, let me talk to my supervisor. So you're and talking like, to supervisor, supervisor. No, 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 no. She comes back. She's like, yes, we will refund you your money on arrival. And I'm like, that's sketchy. Like, why can't they just refund it now? And she's like, and then it should be tomorrow. Uh, my supervisor or someone in a supervisor position will call you to let you know what's happening. And I'm like, the hell is going on? <laughs> I'm like, is this the wrong number? Did I, I just give my feeling. credit card number to this, like, secondary thing that somehow like, managed to trick did Google? You, did I just call the people who are like, hi. This is Microsoft. Yes. We have detected that your computer yes. is screwed up. We need your Discover card FBI now. FBI <laughs> will now come at your door unless you pay us $100. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. So I'm like, whatever, fine. Yesterday was the day they're supposed to call. No, no call. call. So I'm like, you Shocker. know what? I'm going to call the day. I, I call. Same thing. And they goes, you are the second in the queue and it's got i can't do the english accent but it for some reason all the electronic female voices are english the american ones are male so it's i'm like what is going on so anyway they're like you are second in the queue they've told me that i'm second in the queue for 40 minutes well there's only one guy working apparently because i rma inquiry you know what cret fear is so good that they only need one dude. I guess. Their product is so, so stellar. Yeah. So I call. Guy answers. Sounds English American. Doesn't sound, you know, Oriental. Which. Oriental? Really? really? Yeah, well, not American. <laughs> which I don't mind Foreign. At all. Let's go yeah, with the term foreign. foreign. See, I don't mind at all the support coming from wherever. Because whatever. You know? So I'm like, as long as I can understand them, fine. So they're like. All right, let me look up your thing. And I give him the numbers. The guy had given me the wrong number. All this stuff. Finally, he's like, all right, I found it. And he goes, this is a mess. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> he's like, I just am having trouble figuring this out. So he goes, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to manually enter everything for you. Give you the refund now. But I'm going to need your credit card <laughs> to put a, like a, a consolidation or whatever fee on it. That'll get removed. It's not a charge. It's just kind of just in case. Worst and I'm like... Likely story. And I'm like, 
So you've given them your credit card 75 yeah, times at this point. Inside, I'm going, this is just still really fishy, but I'm going to trust Google. Because I've called them before, and they pull up my information just on my cell phone number. Right. They're like, oh, hello, Corey. And I'm like, because I had called years ago. And they're like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay. Right. So I'm like, the amount of data that is being collected on us scares yeah. me. So long story short, I should have it Tuesday. Which is two weeks after I was supposed to do it. But let's just say I won't be buying a uh, Bat Bear router <laughs> after this one shits the bed. Well, I would avoid uh, I would avoid them. I would avoid a company that rhymes with uh, Crisco. <laughs> Which is funny because everyone in like the professional sex- sector thinks Crisco is the way to go. Like there's... I think Crisco's a little bit greasy. <laughs> there are classes and certifications that if you have a Crisco certification... Well, they were one of the early players in the game, man. You know, they've been I around think... for years. But, you know, back when they were... Um, when they weren't Crisco and they were uh, uh, Blinks, Blinkstis. Mm-hmm. See, I think the problem is that their commercial stuff is actually really yeah, good. I think because so. Because my cousin... Raves yeah. about it. Yeah, the I think that, is they, they probably have basically two. I think they have two separate companies. So, yeah. so Crisco, I think, was the commercial division, and then at some point around along the way, Flink Piss <laughs> <laughs> merged with Crisco, uh-huh. and um, I think Crisco still made like all the commercial stuff, but now they mm-hmm. make Crisco branded stuff. But I think that stuff. I'm just. This is a guess. I think that stuff is actually made by Blink Blink Piss. (laughs) Yeah, we got you. We got you. Yeah, all right. So, as I was saying, I just want to bring this back, pump the brakes a little bit. The amount of information that's being collected on our everyday lives is disgusting. Yeah. I mean, it's just disgusting. So, here's something that I bet most people, most people don't know. If you have an Android phone, which I do, and you have something called uh, location history enabled, which is something that's enabled by default on your account. You can go to your Google account online and you can literally see everywhere you've ever gone with your phone. Ever. ever. Yep. Ever. So I can go on my thing right now because I have it on because yeah. even though I know it's happening, it doesn't really bother me that much. I mean, yeah. it bothers me. Well, and the arguably but, it's still your data to deal with. It's yeah, not being Yeah, I can sold. you can you can quote unquote delete it. Yeah. I'm sure it's probably never quote unquote deleted. Yeah, just like Facebook never deletes anything. Yeah, you you can delete your Facebook profile totally. Believe yeah. us, it's yeah. deleted. Though. It's gone forever. It's totally gone. No. So a fair warning to all of you out there, be aware Facebook, Google, all of them, all of them, Apple, all of them. They are collecting your data, they are aggregating it, and they are using it, and they are selling it. Well, perfect example, Facebook, have you ever searched for something on Google, and then all of a sudden ads for that pop up on Facebook? Yep, it's all aggregate data, and it's very, very, very powerful, and it's very sketchy. Yeah, it's It's very sketchy. And some people actually claim that uh, with Apple, the uh, iPhone devices... They actually believe that they'll talk about something and the phone is listening because of Siri or whatever you have that. Uh It's constantly listening. And people actually 
are are seeing things that they've only spoken about. So if they're like they're like, you know, I've really been thinking about getting that 2018 Honda Civic. Yeah. But they've never searched for it. They've never punched 2018 Honda Civic into their Google engine. The next thing they know, they'd open up their Facebook and, oh, there's an ad right here for uh, 2018 Honda Civic. I got a weirder one for you. Really? So you know me. Single guy. You know, don't have any kids. I have a dog, so obviously I get ads for dog stuff now. Yeah. We're camping or some shit, and my cousin shows up with her baby. Her son is obsessed with the baby shark stuff. Oh, whose son isn't? Yeah. Do, so, do, 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 do. And I'm, I'm like, this is not that stellar. Why is this such a thing? Anyway. I I'm, think it, it's one of those things where like it, it hits something primal yeah, in a human be. being. Some but things just do. I just, I don't get it. But, you know, they played the video. And I'm like, wow, that's dumb. But okay. Later that day, go on Facebook and add for a Baby Shark t-shirt on my Facebook. What? So it yeah. heard the song? It must have. So I haven't heard that many people talk about it happening with uh, Android devices, Yeah. but I think it does. So I actually heard a conversation, Um, I can't remember where I listened to it. They were talking about this with someone who worked in the industry, and they actually said that, it, that they don't have the technology to do it right now. They said that the amount of data that would be required to transmit audio and have it be analyzed by the server and then utilized in that way would is just a little beyond what our infrastructure can support right now. Yeah. But I find that hard to believe I because think, I think the data can be processed locally before it's sent. Uh, I don't. So with this, what I think is it's a lot more of a happenstance of like, something else so So he was saying what he was saying was that you may think you haven't ever searched for it but you might have well what i or maybe you searched for something related to it what i think is much more likely is this video was shown to me by someone on their phone they're your friend they're our friend we are in close proximity with the gps Mm, when this video plays yeah yeah, very close proximity. Maybe even near-field communication proximity or something. Yeah. It could be anything like that. I think that's much more likely than them processing all your audio. Well, and a lot of advertising is based um, by locale, too. Yeah. So that's another thing is when, when an advertiser is looking to find their key demographic, the number one thing they want is region. Generally, age, region, region uh, ethnicity, that type of thing. So they can really determine their target market. And people don't realize how valuable the data on their cell phone is. So not only does it have your locale, it generally will have, uh, you know, what you do on your phone is very indicative of your age group. It's very indicative of a lot of things. And they can make a lot of assumptions based on the data. And then they can create this incredibly detailed profile of who you are, what you're interested in, all this stuff. And then who's to say that they couldn't figure out who's near each other, who's hanging out with each other, and maybe they have common interests, these people who are near each other for a long period of time. So I think something, where this happened was at a campground, and this is kind of along the same vein of the creepy, like, selling people things and getting them stuck on things. So you know about credit cards. Credit cards are pretty much the devil, (laughs) and that's my stance on it. And I went to this campground, and they... I grew up going there, and they've always had gaming machines, okay? Gaming machines? Like um, 
Atari video oh, okay. games, stuff like that. I, when I hear v- gaming machines, I, for whatever reason, think of gambling machines. Yeah. So we went and there was two young kids. You know, I think one's a second or third grader, one's a fifth grader. Really young. But they wanted to go over and they were friends. And I'm like, I'll take them over. You know, I don't mind. I, yeah. I, I don't mind helping out with the kids so the grandparents could get a break. So I walked them over to this place and I go and I'm like, wow, this is awesome. They had a Space Invaders like shoot game where like you would sit in a chair and shoot like kind of wow. like that crappy Adam Sandler movie with Space Invaders. I didn't. Like, you actually I actually did purposely avoided that movie. Pixels. Yes. yes. It was. It was okay. I, and the problem is, I love Adam Sandler. It's okay. It's just not great. Would, would you like a piece of pie? <laughs> but um, anyway. <laughs> My gosh, you're the worst impressionist. Uh, eh, shut up. But anyway, so. Eh, eh, shut up. <laughs> so they have that. But then what they have is this giant wall, all white with circular windows to all the prizes. And you take your accumulated tickets and you can buy prizes that are vended by like this amazing vending machine. Really? So they don't have any staff. You just put your tickets in and yeah. it counts them. You so it's amazing. That's awesome. The problem is you don't have physical tickets. You have to buy and charge a credit card. What? Yeah. Like your actual credit card. Not no, like a, no, not, not like... at your actual credit card. You it prints you oh. out a card. Oh, okay. So it's like a Dave and Busters. Okay, I've never been to Dave and Buster's. Yeah, but you get a card and you get points and you use points on this. So the problem so it's a, like is, a rewards card. Yeah, like idea. the minimum is five dollars. Okay, that's but, kind of a lot for a little kid at a yeah. video game thing. So and none of them are cheap. None of them. Like really, to let your kid have a weekend where they can use it and not like run out in two bucks. seconds. Hundred bucks easy. So they're getting a stuffed animal that costs a hundred bucks. No, not even a stuffed animal. They might get a tattoo like a like a chinese finger trap yeah and obviously the is that, more is that racist is, is it just a finger trap <laughs> the uh obviously the more fun games give you next to nothing for tickets because they'd rather not give away the prizes because why would they do that so what i did is they were each given five dollars by their grandparents You know, they're like, listen, we don't want them to have an extra, you know, whatever. And I'm like, well, I'll be honest, I was going to give them each 10. And, you know, because I wanted to help out. You know, I know the kids well enough. What a nice guy you are. It's not like random kids on the street. It's like, you know, I wanted to spend time with them. You know, they're close to our family. You know, basically family. So we get over there. And I told them, I'm like, listen, you have your $5. That's what your grandparents said. Use it wisely. Well, one kid goes over, the older one, and he sees the machine where you can get the DS, the all this stuff, the Fitbit with the little key where it has to push in the perfectly fitted slot to push it off and win it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got like four tries with $5 worth, and then he was done. And then he was all upset. The other kid... Made a little bit smarter things. They had one machine in there where you could get little rubber duckies that you were guaranteed to win. You played until you won. <laughs> so he got like two or three rubber duckies, and then he played some other stuff. Didn't really get nearly enough tickets to get anything out of the machine, but he had won something. I remember when, when I was a kid, I'd go into those arcades that had tickets, and I would scope it out first. I wouldn't go to any machine and start playing immediately. I would look around the room, 
and I'd look to see where all the big tickets were coming from. Yeah. So I'd look That's around what and, I did. and I'd honestly always end up at some really stupid game where it's like uh like some kind of weird kid roulette, electronic mm-hmm. kid roulette. You know the one where it's a big circle and the light goes around and you push yeah. the button to stop it? Yep. That one was almost unequivocally always the best one. Yeah, see the so one. So I would end up playing a game that wasn't even fun and I would do it to get the most tickets possible. And when I got the most tickets possible, I would leave there with a spider ring or something really yeah. dumb. See, I, I should have just had fun. I had a better one that was, it was like an earthquake, city earthquake something. And it's one of those ones that's angled down and you have like this handle and it shakes and you put your quarter in and then the quarter goes down and whatever hole it gets in is the tickets you got. Well, I knew that all I had to do was spend four quarters and the bonus would pop up and then I could get in the bonus thing every time. <laughs> I would rack in thousands and thousands of tickets i had a pile so massive of tickets that i could get whatever i want and And so you'd go and get a gumball yeah well no i could get some really good stuff but i would just give it away of course but um back to the story about the kids so i uh i go listen meanwhile we're gonna make some rules i'm gonna give you each ten dollars you guys have to stay with me we'll take time make this ten dollars last for each of you and you cannot play the game where it's like a dollar a try to win something yeah. you're never going to win. Play something fun. We were there for probably 15, 20 minutes. Well, I had to put $20 on my own card because I wanted to see him play the Space Invaders game and all these other ones that they didn't. So I'm like, so all you, right. So what you did is you technically didn't give them any more money. Yeah. But you gave them more yeah. money. So I got to play, hint, hint, <laughs> wink, wink. So I did that. You played by proxy. And then I just split the prizes with them. But they had a blast. And it's just, to me, it's like, part of me is like, the problem is that you're going to get at that level. One, you've got kids using credit cards, which is just so skeevy in my mind. Because they don't see it. Like, a perfect example is the... weird about credit cards. It's just the perfect example is that kid going and trying to get this, like, couple hundred dollar thing and getting upset because he doesn't realize that he doesn't really have a chance. Yeah. And he goes, well, I see where a couple people have already won. And I'm like, you know, the person that fills this probably comes once every couple months Mm -hmm. and might even leave some empty. Yep. And, you know, my cousin was really good at... There was a game with blocks where the lights would light up mm-hmm. and you had to I remember stack that. them. I remember that. He could win that. Like, it took a lot of tries, but he, he was good at that. Surprisingly, that game's gone. Yeah, no no kidding. Um, Weird. So, I don't know how I feel about it because... It's child gambling. Yeah. That, no, exactly. That's they what might as is. well put a couple slot machines in there and let them go at it. So, I think the problem is I don't have an issue with taking... Like, I don't have an issue with arcades and stuff like that, but when it's so, like, heaped against these kids, that makes me feel bad. Yeah. Because they don't, they don't have the emotional maturity to realize, I'm not going to win this game. I'd rather play this game ten times than this game once. See, but we did. So what's the difference? I think we were a little older. You think so? Yeah. How old are they? Well, one's in fifth grade, one's in, like, that's, probably second. That's what, Ten? That's yeah. how old I was. I don't know. Maybe. But maybe I we think just maybe we just thought more strategically. That or we didn't have games like I don't I never remember an arcade game where it was like, 
hey, oh yeah, you win an win. iPod. You can well for us it would have been what a uh, Game win a, Boy Color, win a CD player. Look at <laughs> yeah. Sony Walkman. Those were like ninety dollars back <laughs> yeah. then. Remember? Oh, dude, I remember CD players where there you had to you had to pay extra for the feature where it could like be sideways without. Going, Reme- well, skipping. remember when Sony Walkmans first had the um, little L- LCD black and white screen on the front? Yeah. The the obviously I'm talking about the CD Walkmans. Because I did have a cassette Walkman, too, mm-hmm. way back when that was the thing, because we were alive before CDs were. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, this this was like the coolest thing I'd ever owned. Yeah. And I remember very specifically, it had the same noise as like when you put a disc into a computer's CD-ROM drive. <laughs> so you'd fire your, you, and it would open up like a clamshell. And you would slap your CD in there. Well, it would snap in like a laptop drive, mm-hmm. and you close it, and it'll, you know, it snap shut. And um, you push play, and it'd be like, oh, and it ran on two double A's. See, really harken back to the. And days. if you were in the car with it, and you hit a bump, it would skip. Yep, I uh, <laughs> I remember getting up early so I could use the dial-up to play some Warcraft 2. Ah, yes. The old dial-up gaming. Because it used to be our computer was in our basement because it wasn't really a staple of life. Yeah. And now they have to be, like, in our hands constantly. There's a computer sitting literally less than a foot to my left. Yeah. I mean, Um, maybe different circumstances. Yeah. But, all right, I'm going to turn this 180 more degrees Mm -hmm. and talk about Varnish. You're really so, excited about this table project. I am excited about the table project because it gives me an opportunity to do something with my hands. So, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, get real yeah. intimate with your hands. Get something, get some of that. So, I work as an engineer, so I sit in front of a computer a lot. I get to tell other people how they should work with their hands. Yeah, that's basically what I do. So, I design things. And then I draw them, and then I put them out into the world in the form of uh, technical drawings and instruction sheets, basically. Yeah. So that per- then another person takes the instruction sheets and all of the little bits and pieces, and they, you know, probably 30 different people will work on individual pieces, and then someone will assemble all those pieces into a piece of furniture. Yep. And that's basically what you do, too. Right? Yep. Yeah. So I never actually get to be the person, though, who does the work on the piece, which yeah. is something that I actually really enjoy. Which most people, I just want to jump in quick. Uh, I think it's funny because the people that do what we do that never have picked up a tool, yeah, especially in the furniture industry, they're the giant tools of the engineering <laughs> world. You... You just need to shut up and listen to what some people say. Yeah, yeah. You know, if if you're a guy who's been working as an engineer, you're just out of college or something, because there's a lot of these guys. They're just out of college. They're on top of the world. They just got their first job. They're making some real money finally, and they will start at a place, and they, like, after the, you know, during the first month, they are receptive, and they're learning stuff, and then after that first month, they then know everything about all the things. Yep. And they'll t- they'll try to tell the guy who's been working on the same machine for the last 25 years and try to tell him how he should be using that 
piece of equipment that he's been using every day for the last 25 years. And I think that that's not only incredibly arrogant, but it's also a really big missed opportunity. Not just demeaning. It's a missed opportunity. You need to take whoever that person is who's been operating that piece of equipment for that many years and you need to like listen to what they say. Yes. And I mean, they might not always be right, but I bet you they know more about that machine than you do. Yeah. Well, that's uh I bring up the table saw cuz I've used the table saw quite a bit in my life. Never never in the way some of the people that we worked with did. Yeah. It's just, I look at it, I'm like, you did what with the what now? Yeah. The what now? The what? <laughs> so with anyway. Emphasis on the H. Back to the varnish. Yeah. You're, again, it's kind of funny because we are now drinking whiskey because of Nick Offerman. Well, I drank whiskey before Nick Offerman. Well, so did I, but like <laughs> a lot more thoroughly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He taught us some stuff about that. So here's the thing. So in the furniture industry, for the most part... Uh, there's a lot of emphasis on stain. Yeah. So we both work at, well, you worked in solid wood. Wood species yeah. and stain. Yeah, wood species and stain. Well, most people don't know what wood species is yeah, most of the I time. Know. You know, I, one of the, my pet peeves is when people say, I want a walnut finish. <laughs> and I smack, that's a, that's a true smack my head moment because yeah. I don't think many people actually know that you, you, you can't make maple walnut. It just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. That's that's still making it walnut. I mean, it's just a layer of walnut if you veneer it. Yeah. So walnut, putting this out in the world, everybody, walnut. Walnut is a piece of wood. Walnut is a species of wood. Yes. All right? So if you buy walnut and you put stain on it, don't. Don't put stain on it. So that's the thing. That's what I was getting around to. Yes. So Nick Offerman uh, in his wood shop doesn't use stain at all which is very unique because most every furniture manufacturer ever anywhere uses stain yeah um but he believes in the quality of wood and i really like that um i think that's really neat so for this table and i'm sure that you guys whoever's listening to this will see it at some point at some point hopefully soon yeah um but what i'm gonna do with it is i'm gonna put a tongue oil finish on it so um, there's a few different types of um, like sort of old timey finishes that don't involve staining. Um, they're more about protecting the wood. So instead of using like a polyurethane or you know, like a chemical of some kind, like a you know harsh chemical of some kind, you can use something like linseed oil or teak oil or in my case, tongue oil. Um, and that is like a penetrating oil that'll go down into the wood. It'll protect it. It'll seal it. Um, and it gives it a really nice finish. So I'm going to put uh, tongue oil on this thing. It's my first time ever using tongue oil, so I'm pretty excited about it. I've stained a bunch of wood, but I, this is my first time ever finishing wood without stain. Um, so I'm pretty excited about it. Um, yeah. And I think it's going to come out neat. And if it comes out terrible, you'll never know about it because you'll never see the table. You can yeah. <laughs> if, if it comes out terrible, you're going to see us hanging out on a plastic uh, folding table probably. Yeah. So... Not to bring this down to a kind of a mellow thing, but along the line of that, um, last year, my grandfather lost his life in a logging accident, but the tree, we saved that and got it cut into lumber. 
Oh, really? And there's a bench that my grandmother loves that the wooden was all rotten out. So what I'm going to do with my uncle is we're going to take that, remake the wood parts with the wood from the tree, and I've got a natural, you know, varnish. Because, again, I want the wood to show. I'm not going to What kind of tree was it? I think it was oak. Oh, that'd be beautiful. Yeah. So I thought... White or red, you know? I think it's white. I love I love a good white oak. Yeah, but again, I'm not quite sure because I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about it. Yeah, but no, it's I understand. Up, but it's up at the at kind of a, kind uncles. of a little, yeah, little bit. Uh, I don't know why it feels morbid to think about it, but I mean, it's it's a tribute. Yeah, more exactly. than anything else. I I mean, at the end of the day, the how many trees did your grandpa harvest like that? I mean, hundreds and hundreds. I'm sure. Probably In maybe thousands. probably thousands because he and, did. I mean, the man, if nothing else could be said about him, he died the way he lived. Oh, yeah. Well, that's... And that's a great way to go out. I mean, I have a couple of of things in my head that I'd love to have as my way out. I either want to just die in my sleep peacefully, because I think that everybody wants to do that, or I want to go out in a blaze of glory. Your grandpa went out in a blaze of glory. Well, and again, he died in a place that he always loved. He would tell stories. So this pond, when he was a kid, I mean a kid, he wanted that pond. So he went to the guy, some you know farm boy, and was like, I want to buy the property that this pond is on. And the guy goes, that's $100. And I mean, back in the day, $100 was a lot of money. So he worked up everything he had, and I think he came to like $50, and then he asked for a loan for the rest of it. And I mean, he cherished that land. He planted flowers everywhere. He did this and that. It was so, his special place. Yeah. Not, you know, not yeah. in a silly way, but yeah, like he would go down there and he would just sleep in the truck or watch the beavers. So, I mean, in the end. So he got to be in his favorite place exactly. doing something that he loved to do. Exactly. You know, I mean, that's, it's special. I mean, it's yeah. really sad. Yeah. But you know what? At the end of the day, everybody's got to go somehow. Yeah, and there's a lot worse ways to go. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, he didn't. He didn't have to like. You know how many people? I feel so bad. You know, so many people have to like suffer through cancer and yeah. emphysema and whatever else. You know, my my um, my grandfather on my mother's side, he spent like ten years dying. Yeah. Well, that's there's. I know people who. You know, they get Alzheimer's and they forget everyone they know. My grandma's on that path right now. Yeah, she, uh, she's getting bad, man. It's, uh, it's pretty intense. You know, yeah. I go over there, I, like a little while ago, she was talking to my mom and she called my mom frantic and she said, uh, I just can't get him to leave. And my mom's like, who? You can't get who to leave? And she said, I can't get Bryson to leave. And my mom goes, mom. Bryson's Bryson's with his son and his wife and she goes no I know I know it's little Bryson I can't get little Bryson to leave and my mom goes mom he's a grown man he's not a kid and she goes I of course I know that but little Bryson won't leave she legitimately thought kid me was running around her house as like a terror that's tough man it is so unbelievably sad like yeah, it's, it's it's depressing well i mean we've had both things and that's it's it's just tough yeah 
But, you know. Kind of makes me want to die young. Blaze of glory, man, I'm telling you. Like a fireball. Yeah, I don't know. I think by the time we're old, there will be a lot of different stuff going on. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe it could be worse. Super diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> well, if we don't keep going with CrossFit, that's where we're going to be. Yeah, so, so that was uh, that was your biggest apprehension, right? About about doing this video podcast. Yeah. Because here's the thing, um, and I understand this 100%. So we've always, both of us, for the most majority of our lives, we've both been bigger guys. Yeah. You know, um, in school, we were always the fat kids, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, you kind of get used to it. But then when you think about um, putting yourself out there, like I don't have a lot of pictures of myself online. Like my wife posts a bunch of pictures and stuff, but I really don't like being in pictures. I don't like photos being taken of me and stuff. So I got to be honest with you, man. I'm also super apprehensive about doing a video podcast. Because I don't know, like, I don't really care about people judging me. That doesn't really bother me that much. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't be doing this in the first place. Yeah. But it's not even about judgment. It's just like, I almost am ashamed to let people see how big I am. Well, see, it's kind of funny because it goes into the same reason why I got the GoPro. And it may sound like something way out of left field, but... You know, I have a lot of creative hobbies. Yeah. I paint, I draw. I've done a lot of different things. But I always end up getting to the point where I need to have the best or why do it? You know, why would I bother putting my time into this painting when I know it's not going to come out the best? Yeah. So I, I definitely know that feeling. With the... Was that your phone? It might have been. Oh. It's on so silent. It wasn't my phone. Uh, maybe something just moved. Spirits. Super prof- yeah, spirits. Sorry, um, we're coming you for, here from the haunted generic it, office. Yes, it is Babbleheads after dark. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so bum, 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 bum. Um, so I've always wanted to try video editing, and one of the big things I do have wanted to do, which is weird is with video editing, I wanted to make my own commercials. And I know that's... Your own commercials? Well, movie trailers. Okay, all right. Commercials and movie trailers are two very different things. true. So my favorite thing in the movies is the trailers, believe it or not. Wow. I mean, you could save a lot of time by just going for 15 minutes and leaving. So, like, I love a good movie trailer. So I always kind of wanted to make my own for things. But I'm like... That's a lot of work for a couple things. You going to do a Babbleheads one? Maybe. So <laughs> for, fast forward to the camera. I get the dog. I'm like, man, it would be really cool to kind of record what I'm doing with the dog, get some feedback on what I'm doing. And if it's a GoPro, no one's going to see me because it's going to be strapped to my head. Uh-huh. Um, so fast forward to the thing. And I think my thing is, why would somebody want to sit and watch us? Because we're not really that interesting, but maybe we are. No, we're not. But I don't Let's not kid ourselves. So I guess that's where it comes from. Because you know, I don't take pictures of myself because I'm like I'm not six pack abs glistening. Yeah, the, but here's the thing, man. At the end of the day, does that really matter? Does it really? I want to be healthy. That's why yeah. I'm doing what I'm doing. So, but I, you know, what I'm looking at now. So here's what I here's my my thing. I'm gonna use this video podcast which i think is gonna be great and i hope that everybody mm-hmm. listening decides that they want to also um watch on youtube that'd be awesome i'd really like that um but i'm gonna use it as motivation so 
I'm going to see myself when I edit this video, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to look at myself and be like, wow, half the screen is taken up by a beluga whale. What is that? <laughs> oh, oh, God, it's you're me. A, you're a little rough on yourself, dude. I... So, I know we've already talked about CrossFit not too long ago, but I want to say that I was very impressed by when we worked out together. (laughs) I thought that I had some semblance of shape and I'd be fine, and then I quickly realized my endurance had gone out the window. Now, even taking out the issues with my knee, I was, and I'm not saying that to kind of diminish your achievement. I was very very impressed and i'm not sitting over here fluffing you um come the balls you know (laughs) so that was one of the big things that got me back because you know if you can do it i have no excuse to get back into it yeah i mean at the end of the day i'm still what 50 pounds heavier than you yeah i mean you're a little bit taller but still that's semantics at this point. Yeah. With the weight we're at now. Oh, no. It's, I mean, it's, once you're 100 you, pounds overweight or yeah. more, it's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm a good 360, but I'm 6'4". <laughs> like, you're yeah, still but, fat, but bro. none of that's Bro, muscle. you're still pre-diabetic. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. So I think that's... Uh, I, I, I think we're going in the right direction as far as that's concerned. All right, so here's the deal. We're doing this video podcast. Yes. We're doing it. And... At first, it's going to be rough. Be aware, everyone. Uh, the set is going to be not that great. It's, it's going to expand. It's not going to be great to start. It's probably going to be a generic office with a generic door with a really sweet table. Well, that's... <laughs> so, again, getting back to my thing is, like, I've always felt like I have had to have the best of the best. So there's no point. Yeah, no, I'm the same way, man. I mean, look at the cars that are in the driveway. I didn't buy... I 100% of the time, have to buy the top model. See, I just can't help myself. That's like... I was looking at it, I'm like... Well, if I'm going to get a GoPro, why would I get the Hero? Why wouldn't I get the the newest and the greatest? The Hero 6 like, Black Plus. like $600. And then I realized it's like I'm learning. I should take my time. And I think that's the big thing is being able to accept that your initial goes. Even with the, and I think this podcast has helped a lot. Our first episode was not. You know, the first three episodes are never released. True, but we did it, and I can't tell you how much I love listening to our podcast. All right, that's a little bit much, man. Come on, it's not like it's bad when the number one listener is you. No, 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 no. So it's not not like that, but it's like I just like wow, we we did it. Yeah, it's out there. Yeah, it's out there. People are actually listening to it. We got hits in Ireland, man. Shout out to our Ireland bros. If they're still listening. <laughs> yeah, they might bros are still there. Yeah, they might have left after transmission. Transmission. No, yes. but uh, so moral of the story is what I was trying to get around to is Corey and I both are trying to make improvements right now. So yeah. I hope that everyone can come over to YouTube when we release it and be supportive and, you know, um, help us motivate ourselves to get into a healthy position so that we can do babble for so much longer. Yeah. And, I mean, nobody, uh, If I mean, you guys are still listening. If you're still listening, you don't want us to die early, right? No. I mean, right now, if I kept on my current trajectory, my previous trajectory, I'd probably be dead in like five years. I don't know if the whiskey's helping, though. Ah, we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> you can't break tradition, man. You can't break tradition. Yeah. I. Uh, I think that... You're right. And, you know, it's deciding we're doing this for us. 
Yeah, yeah. Honestly, that's it. We love whoever's listening. Hundred percent. We love you guys. But we're doing this podcast because, well, we think it's fun, and we want to get better ourselves. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, every episode we get a little bit better. You guys enjoy yourselves a little bit more. We hope that uh, you know you you're gonna be able to listen to us in the car or on the pooper or wherever it is that you enjoy your podcast listenings. And now that you can enjoy them on SoundCloud and iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher and soon to be hopefully Spotify, Spotify and uh, YouTube, yeah. it's gonna be good stuff. Yep. It's gonna be good stuff. So hopefully you guys can listen. Hopefully you guys will come when we get this video podcast rock and roll, and you'll see my awesome handiwork on this table that's definitely going to work 100 yep. it's going to work it's going to be yeah. awesome it's going to be super 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 badass nothing like your desk <laughs> hey hey easy on the desk okay this is a generic office with the generic desk that i generically put together okay that has to be screwed to the wall to stay on. all right so you know what i might have to put more nice legs on my desk okay i'm going to get a base someday Someday. Someday. And this has been Babbleheads. After Dark. <laughs>